You are listening to the Open Minded Podcast with your host, Lucas Mariscal. How's it going? Welcome to the podcast show, Open Minded. I'm your host, Lucas Mariscal, and uh, Wes is in the house today. It's your boy. What's up? And uh, we were kind of going over and discussing about the uh, drug problem here in America, obviously. Uh, it's it's pretty out of hand, especially the uh, opiate problem. And uh, people are getting rich off of it. You know, the obviously the drug, the drug pharmaceuticals are, are you know getting rich off of it. And um, while kids and and adults are dying out there in the streets, um, these people are fattening their pockets. Nobody's going to jail. Nobody's getting any type of anything. It's like free for all when it comes to that. And especially the uh, the drug rehab, so they're making a lot of money too. I saw one here that uh, I actually used to work for them before, and, and um, they uh, they're expanding big. And, and to be perfectly honest, man, it's like I you know I, I worked there for about a year, <clears throat> and you know what? I came to the conclusion that it's not the drug program, it's not the church, it's not the it's not anything that you go to that that does the job for you. It's it's you. You know, what I'm saying at the end of the at the end of the day. It's you, you know, when, when you're ready to change, you're going to change. That's if you want to change. But if you don't, then, then you don't change. Yeah. I got a question for you. Yeah. Do you think like the traditional rehab setting is good for most people, for all the people to do it or for like, you know, how is there a lot of people that it doesn't work for? Or do you think in general, it's like a good thing for people? Well, like what I, what I notice is that, is that like, after a while, it gets repetitive, right? So people start saying the same shit. You hear the same excuses, the same lies, the same everything, you know? Yeah, yeah. And most of the people there are obviously there for, you know, the court orders. Nobody really just goes say, I need to go to rehab. It's it's rare, you know, unless you're like a fucking movie star where they, they want to look good to the public. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, at the same time, like, you know, like, look at them. They go to this big old five-star fucking resort type thing, and they give them all these, you know, massages and all of that, and it's like... What are you really doing? So, like, if that doesn't work, why what? why do ours ours I mean, work? Yeah, they got everything yeah, taken care of, and right? chances are, if you find yourself in a drug drug program, especially court appointed, you you got a ton of shit outside to worry about too. And I think you know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like these guys ain't got shit to worry about. Everything gets paid. I'm sure it's like a counselor is way rougher to have somebody like that, where it's like you know they're probably way less will, willing to do the work in a lot of those cases as opposed to people that go there on their own or willingly wanting to change. I mean that's got to be fucking tough. No, I think what makes it tough is the fact that you get to see all these people falling apart, right? <clears throat> and you get to feel for these people. You know, you like some of them. You know, you you, you grow a bond with some of them. You, you become friends with some of them. And um, <clears throat> you know, you want to see them succeed because that's your, that's your job, you know. And it's like. At the same time, you know, you can't really do much more than what you can do. And the state's like all over your ass if you do anything extra. What do you mean anything extra? Well, yeah, like if you fucking pick somebody up, give them a ride. Oh, that's frowned upon. You can't do that. Or, you, you know, you can't. They don't want you to really interact with them out of work, basically. And it's like I live in the community. Mm. Well, I was living in the community where, where you know, oh, it's 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 full of drug addicts. And, um, and I'm not going to fucking ignore people. You know what I mean? Like that's just not my shit. <laughs> it's like, yeah, for real. Yeah, like they were saying that hey, you have to be careful what you say because, you know, there's a lot of stuff's confidential. So you can't be out there in public and they'd be like, oh, oh, this is my drug counselor. They, that shit's just frowned upon. Well, they probably only say that to you because they heard you talking about shit. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, you know, it's like, 
I don't know, man. It's, that's one thing that I noticed is that, that the program doesn't work, man. The program is bullshit. It's fucking, it's just made for, you know, an excuse to have somebody, you know, have somewhere to go, basically. I mean, yeah, it's it's what it's what you what you get out of it basically because like you know you can have four or five I know guys that are going there four or five times inpatient outpatient and they don't for the the program over and over and over and uh, you know they don't really they don't they don't change you know because people go into it with an expectation right if you go to the if you go to the doctors you you got an expectation right you're sick so you go in there with the expectation that they're gonna fucking fix you right so. When you people that go to the drug program, they've never been to the drug program. They they all have an expectation. They have the expectation that they're going to go in there, and this place is going to fix them. But they don't realize that it has nothing to do with the counselors. It has a lot to do with your state of mind and your fucking mentality and what you want to get out of it. Because if you're not ready to give it up, it doesn't matter how much counseling you get, you're not going to give it up, right? And that's the thing, man. It's like you just got these requirements that you have to teach. And uh, certain things you got to do for them to pass and graduate. And then that's pretty much it. I mean, anybody can do it, even somebody who doesn't want to do it, you know, just to get the fuck out of there. <clears throat> but, you know, at the end of it, I, I, I still talk to a lot of the people that that were in my caseload and stuff like that because I like I like to watch them, you know, get to where they're at. And a lot of them have made it, man. And it's like, yeah, you've seen success stories? Mm-hmm, for sure. Anything common about the people that have succeeded that you, you know, can point out? As, well, I mean, I had this one dude, you know, he had he has his own business and stuff like that. So, he you know, he's he stood steady with it. And he, I haven't, you know, like, we got together one time. We met up at a bar of all places. He, he wanted to meet up at a bar, and I kept thinking, fuck, you know. And I was like, bro, you know, I'm not, in my mind, I'm telling him, <laughs> if you're going to fucking relapse, <laughs> let it not be when I'm here. <laughs> right, I will fucking right. walk away and go home. <laughs> But now nah, he was Sick. good, man. He's good about it and shit. And like everywhere we've gone, he's never. I've, you know, I've drank a fucking beer in front of him or whatever. He doesn't. Damn. Yeah. So I mean, it's, he said he he tells me all the time. He says, man, you know, fucking. There's a lot of things that you said that made a lot of sense. And I was mainly sharing my own my own shit, not even textbook stuff, because at the end of the day, that textbook shit is cool. But they can hear it from anybody else too. Yeah, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't really relate. That's why, like, I give props to the counselors that have never been you know, have never been out there in the streets and don't know what it's like to live in the ghetto and, and that, that help people because I guess it takes a lot for you to be a geek and a fucking nerdy type dude and, and get along with these type of people. Yeah, yeah. But, um, and at the same time, there's people that, that if you share too much, like they, they don't like that shit either. But people, <laughs> yeah, people always asking me like, oh, what, how did you do it? How did you do it? And I always just say like, well, it doesn't matter how I did it because at the end of the day, whatever works for you works for you. So the guy that you said, he, he has a business. And something I think about a lot with the people that have drug problems is, man, like, you know, times are tough. We've, we've all heard, heard that story, you know, like it's really from, I always look at it from the perspective of like, okay, if I was in the shoes of somebody on the street with nothing, how difficult would it be for me without any big ailments, without anything hanging over my head, just as I am right now to pick up and build a life to where I had like my basic needs met and was comfortable. And, and I mean, I think that seems like a pretty big fucking challenge for like anybody to start at nothing, mm -hmm. you know, and be out there. And I think a lot of people that succeed with drug with uh, overcoming drug addiction have something beyond that to look forward to. And like, I know how 
awful that sense of hopelessness can be to like drag you back into where, you know, it doesn't fucking matter if I do this again or whatever. You know, I think having something outside of it or something bigger than the drug thing is like kind of the key, at least in the way I think about it. <clears throat> well, the problem that the problem with people is that they see drug addicts the way they see the homeless people like they ain't shit. You yeah, know. look down on them. Right, and it's like and there's it, something wrong with them that isn't wrong with me. And one thing, one thing that I realized when I was sitting and when I went to my my interview and I was sitting in the waiting room, and I was looking around, right, and uh, you know you could tell obviously who's who's you know who's who more or less. So I thought, right, like who's sick or whatever, who's yeah, hurting. Like who needs to be there, yeah, and stuff oh, like yeah, that. Patient. And um, at the same time, they, there was just a couple old ladies and stuff like that. And I'm thinking like, oh, they're probably waiting for their for their kids or something, you know? Yeah. Nope, they were next. You Damn. Know? And it just, it made me realize that you could be walking next to a fucking drug addict. You know, you can have a doctor that's that's a drug addict hooked on pills. Oh, yeah. This shit does not discriminate in the least in any way. It gets everybody. But people think that there, there has to be this, they have to look a certain way. You know what I mean? Like, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So Implicit in people judging the drug addict is a moral judgment. And it's all, you know, all too common and, and absolutely wrong from what we know about it. And at the same time, it's like, um, if you, I look at it like this look, the definition, the real definition of an addict is someone who continues to use despite the negative consequences. So you can drink every fucking day. And if nothing negative ever comes of it, right, then you're good. You're not, yeah. a, you're not an addict, you know what I'm saying? Because you're you're still maintaining. But the minute you get that DUI and you continue to drink and then you get another DUI and then you can you know, continue to drink and you've been to jail and all that shit, then now you're fucking up, you know? It's like, For you sure. Know, yeah, that shit's causing you problems. It's like being with that one fucking bitch you just can't, rid of, can't get rid of. It's like, <laughs> fuck, you know what I mean? It's no, like, she ain't good for you, but it's so good. But I think out of all the drugs... Uh, opiates and uh, alcohol to me are like the hardest. Ooh, really? The hardest to kick. Because look at man, alcohol is readily available anywhere you go. Dude, that's I always think about how awful it must be to be addicted to alcohol. You can't go one fucking block without being bombarded by your drug of choice. And that just seems so wild. You can't I, go to a fucking party. You can't nothing. go to a game. You can't go to shit. Yeah, I know. That's the fucking Everywhere. Part. It's everywhere. There was this one girl and... Um, I don't know why, you know, she, she, people get these, uh, these, these, uh, feelings about other drug addicts, right? So, like, for some reason, like, I don't understand for, for one, why they named the, the program drug and alcohol, right? Cause, yeah, like, they're to, both the fucking a drug. Distinction. Yeah. For sure. They separated for some reason. And I don't like that they do that because it's like saying they're two different things because it gives people the, Right, that bias that that uh, you know oh, I'm better than you because I'm just an just alcoholic. here. I'm just here for a DUI, man. I'm not like a fucking drug addict. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even though yeah, you could have killed fucking people, but don't worry, yeah. you're good. Yeah, it's just she had said something like um, to one of the guys. Well, at least I'm not like one of. I'm at least I'm not like him, kind of. And I'm like, hey, hey don't don't fucking do that. I said because for one, you are like him because here you are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it doesn't matter what he's here for. The point is that you're both here in the same program doing the same shit. And uh, and you, I could already tell that she was gonna fucking pick back up. You know, you could kind of get that sense. And yeah, she did. She ended up picking up. And the most ironic thing about this this person is that um, she ended up uh, going out one time, and she um, she got drunk. So she did, she had somebody else drive her who was drunk, and uh, they crashed, and she died. Oh shit! Yeah, and that's just that's crazy. That fucking the ironic part about it. You know what I'm saying? Like you fucking dodge a bullet, you start to kind of still do the same shit, but then. You know, 
this time you just choose not to drive and then you still get yeah man wow that's awful that's like saying that she wouldn't have continued to drink then she possibly wouldn't be in that situation oh for sure for sure and then heroin heroin fuck man i've seen that shit drag people through the fucking ground like i think if you're i think in a lot of parts of the country maybe there are people that haven't seen it but if you live where we live man it's fucking around it's everywhere you can see the people being dragged down yeah i try to um I try to help a couple people, man. There was this one, this one chick that, that she lived in the, on the Oregon side, and uh, I watched her go from where she was to, uh, to the bottom. And she was, I mean, people start selling their bodies and, and doing whatever it takes. And at that point, man, I mean, you're already that low. I mean, it's like that's uh, once you're at that point, it's like you don't even give a fuck, right? And I don't think anything can pull you back from that because you're you're already degraded yourself as as far as you can degrade yourself. <clears throat> But you got all these people that, that instead of trying to help you, give you a helping hand. And like, and I'm not saying giving people a helping hand by giving them money because that's, that's obviously not the thing to do. But it's to <laughs> give, them, give them that mental support, you know what I'm saying? Like to be there mentally and if they need something when that has to do with getting better, then fucking do that. But to just completely close people off, I mean, there comes a time where sometimes that's necessary, but... For the most part, you know, they're just they're like they're looking for that help, you know. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. And I and I've seen instances of this where I think people use that kind of judgment and that moral judgment of like there's something wrong with an addict as an opportunity to make it easier on themselves to close the door off to them. And it's really, you know, pretty far from the humanity that may help bring someone back from you know that situation. And I think there's a lot of power in. You know, saying, you know, treating you like a like an equal instead of, say, you know, somebody with a problem who deserves to be cut off. Right, right. But that's that's the problem with society. Like, if they don't understand it, they just walk away from it. You know what I'm saying? It's like the homeless guy. They, walk, they walk by that guy all day. And, I mean, I don't want to give him money because he's going to spend it on. Who gives a fuck what he's spending it on? If your whole fucking desire was to give freely and you're giving from the heart, then you shouldn't matter what the fuck he does with them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What's a fucking dollar to you anyway when you just spend fucking 10 bucks at Jack in the Box? Bro, they are huge problems. And I just wonder, like, I never could have imagined it being this bad. And I wonder how much worse it has to be until people stop seeing him, seeing them as like somebody else and seeing it as like maybe somebody in your family, a cousin, a brother. Like, dude, the problem is so fucking huge. And we don't have... I don't feel like we're making any great progress on it or have any new, fresh ideas. I feel like we're just dealing with it, fucking putting a little patch over the hole. More water comes in, sinks the ship. You know what's funny is that I, I always wanted to have the time to, like, stand out there and, and like, these dudes and fucking beg for money out there all day just to see. Fly the of, flag, fly yeah, the well, sign. Yeah, I wanted to see What would your sign say? I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> I work for food or some shit, but yeah. I wanted to kind of do that for like seven days. But I needed a cameraman. I couldn't find somebody that was, you know, daring enough to fucking do it. But to go out there and really just like be out there and see what it's like. And then, and ironically, fucking some shit went down with uh, some uh, hood rat that I was with before. And uh, <laughs> I ended up on the street because of her. Oh, damn. And the thing about that is that. I got to, you know, I got to be out there, man. So I, I stepped in my, luckily I stepped in my car, man, but you know, it was like, it's just, it's just different, man. Cause you just, you're trying to figure out what the fuck you're going to do. You know, how you can get money to eat. And then I had to worry about, you know, seeing my kids every other weekend, me because of the person that I am. I didn't, I didn't want to falter. I didn't want to fall behind when it came to them. So I always made sure I had money for the hotels when it was my turn to, you know, to be with them. 
But the crazy part is like the homeless people, man. They fucking they help you like crazy. Yeah. Like they fucking give you their last dollar. Did you did you feel uneasy like like in some way like you had to be on guard? So I'm at you know. <clears throat> Hell yeah, dude. There's there's some sh- it's crazy shit that happens. It sounds there. like tiring, you know, to always be in a constant state of. But man, there's there's certain individuals that are, you know will run up in your tent and fucking take your shit. Type. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. And the girls they get raped a lot, and. um yeah, there's a lot of uh, mental illness and drug addiction out there with those, with the homeless. And my thing is this, bro. We can ignore that shit all you want. There's going to come a point in time where it's going to get so fucking big that even you're going to end up there. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, and, and you pay for it down the line, man. You pay for that shit down the line. It's so fucking crazy to me. I've seen this guy in southeast Portland. You know, with his fucking dick out, shaking like crazy, got his, you know, hands and oh, legs that was, that was splayed. Me. That was my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I was a little lighter. But fucking, like, you see a guy like that, and it's just like, man, we really don't have shit in place to help him. So he's constantly out here. You know, it's not a fucking drug problem. He didn't fuck his mind up on drugs yeah. to get to that point. He had some underlying issue or whatever that was brought out. And, like, Really, man, there's like, there's nothing for that much of an extreme fucking example of somebody. And I get it if somebody don't want help that they're more, you know, likely to be out there or whatever. But I mean, I don't have the solution. But to me, it seems like, man, we should, like, we can't even take care of that. I mean, th- those are the most glaring ones where you see people with obvious, obvious mental health issues that ain't, that ain't yeah. getting treated or anything and, for and, it. And instead, these fucking cops are out there fucking with them and arresting yeah. them and putting them in the... To, to them, that's love, man. Put me in the county, fuck. I got well, fucking food. I got a place to stay. But but still, though, I mean, you got a criminal fucking record now. And that's, and that's the thing about, mm-hmm. about it. That the, there's, I talked to a sergeant one time about it because he used to be homeless. Oh, and, shit, a police sergeant. Yeah, and I tried to, from VPD, to, I, was, I wanted to interview him, but he didn't want to He didn't want to put his name out there. So I told him, you know, I'd do it anonymously. But he was like, nah, I'd just rather not get involved. But he did give me his two cents, and I... I liked I liked what he had to say, man. You know, I mean, obviously nobody has a solution for it, but what the, what they're doing right now is they're just fucking sending them to another location, like shooing them away, kind of like you know. And eventually they're gonna all gather. Like I don't know if you know, but right over there by um, what is that fucking Delta Park? Yeah, in Oregon. Yeah. I mean, there's like tent city there, man. It's like mm-hmm. fucking. That's thousands. a really weird space because of how it's like in between the cities and it's kind of opened up and it's kind of like a little more of a truck stop than a little uh-huh. community or whatever. That's a strange feel. It's like Mad Max feel over there with all them. But yeah, yeah. But there's ways, man. Like 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 showers, right? For, for me, if I wanted to shower and I had nowhere to go, I just I just you know hustle some six dollars, take my ass to one of those pilots or those love fucking gas stations. They let you shower there for six bucks, and then uh, you know food. Or I mean, it's another whole fucking ball game right there. But then you gotta microwave it or cook it. You gotta there. fucking eat the same shit basically, unless somebody buys you a burger. But man, it's it's like I'm saying, it's like. We can't, we can't all change that, and we can't fix it all, and we can't fucking get them all up off the street. I get that, but you know, you know how many times I've tried to save, I've tried to raise money on Facebook for fucking people, and not a fucking, not even a dollar, bro. Like, and I'm looking at these people like, what the fuck, you know? I have to talk to these people and shit, have them on my Facebook, and try to act like everything is cool. And I'm looking at these people like, you guys are fucking disgusting. You're showing where you went here. You took this trip there. I got this new car. I just got a raise, but you can't you can't fucking pass a dollar. That shit just fucking annoys me, man. But the thing about the drug the drug thing, look, I came from I came from Los Angeles, and um, I used to fight a lot, right? Professionally, not fucking just okay. I mean, street fighting once in a while, but just to kind of stay on my toes. But 
I was fighting this one dude and fucking. You're talking about boxing? Yeah. Yeah. I was fighting this dude and I fucking, I remember I threw a left hook and I heard something like tear. Like it, I fucking heard it, right? It was my shoulder. So I was like, fuck. Ooh. So I, I, um, I went to the doctors there in, in LA and, <clears throat> and, um, he was telling me it was a rotator cuff tear. Uh, I don't know what the fuck he was saying, right? Something small in there. And, uh, they, I, when I asked, I asked for some pain medicine, they gave me uh, ibuprofen. And good like, shit, dude. That's good no, shit. No, it is. Especially if you mix it with fucking Tylenol, right? So I'm like, what the fuck, right? That's all you're going to give me? I'm in a lot of fucking pain. <laughs> and um, yeah, man, that's what they give you. I don't give a fuck you got shot. They give you fucking ibuprofen. Yeah, they might bro. give you morphine in the beginning to just shut you the fuck up. Oh, yeah, while, while the nurses are yeah, there with yeah. you. <laughs> but as soon as that shit's over, it's like Tylenol, fucker. It, it's so crazy to me. Like, you go you go far to the extreme one way where they're, like, over-prescribing it yes. for everybody. And, oh, you got an MRI? Here you go. Here's some Oxycontin yes. brought to you by Purdue Pharma. Yeah, Put a stamp real. on it. And then, like, you know, years, some years later now, they have, like, signs hung up at everything, like, Vicodin is a class three narcotic and will not be dispensed without blah, blah, blah authorization. And it's like, okay, so we've, like, the science is pretty much the same or whatever. We just realized they fudged the fucking, uh, like, not surveys, but like the experiments they run with it about it, you know, hid the fact that it was so addictive. And now you, you treat the same pain so drastically differently. Like where's some fucking middle ground for people? Like you're that, uh, you know, afraid of abuse that you don't prescribe it to anybody for anything. Or like you change the parameters so much. It's like, uh, son, don't take heroin. Try this morphine. <laughs> well, you make a little, you know, we don't want the cartels to make the money. We want the fucking the good doctors corporations. See, that's, and that's what I'm saying. So, so when I came out here and um, I forgot what, what happened that I went to the doctors and uh, it was something minim- minimum too. It's like something stupid. And they gave me, they prescribed me some fucking uh, Oxycontin. And I was like, what the fuck? I've never had this shit. What is this shit? Oxycontin, Xanax bars, Percocet, so I'm sitting there fucking like, you know, they give you like 10 of them or something. And then if you need more, they give you more. Like it ain't shit, man. So then then it's all over the news that we have this fucking problem. Well, no shit. You're fucking prescribing it like it's fucking the thing to do. Here you go. Here you go. You want some more? Get some more. Here, yeah. Some. And doctors get paid for prescribing it. Like, I mean, it's system supposed to treat people and keep them healthy but there's why why are there incentives for doctors to prescribe certain drugs from certain companies you want to know why because let me i was about to tell you right now too i had a friend who's a doctor well he is a doctor and i asked i had to ask because i was curious myself i needed to know for my own personal fucking gratification so i said hey let me ask you something man i said is it the way i think it is when it comes to to uh medications like when the fucking corporations feel like you should push it you have to push it like they tell you you need to push that shit because you don't think it's fucking odd that all of a sudden for like three or four months, everybody's fucking everybody's got fucking anemia or everybody's, yeah, got, everybody's got anxiety. Yeah. Everybody's got bipolar like yeah. diagnosis. Yeah. Trends are fucking, fucking right? insane. Yes. How come nobody notices that shit, man? That they're fucking trends. That's exactly what it is. Trends. All of a sudden, everybody's got erectile dysfunction. Everybody's got fucking, you know what I mean? That doesn't make any sense. Like right now, every kid right now. It's marketing, man. It's fucking, it has ADD. Oh, exactly. I don't give a fuck. What did you take your kid for to the doctor? They got ADD. Bro, you hit on something that just fucking tears 
out my heart, bro. Like, I mean, just think about a kid, what a kid is. You put them in an environment like a classroom. They don't sit well enough. You lazy motherfucker. Fuck you for giving them amphetamine salts just because they won't, like, you know, sit there and learn like a fucking robot. They're children, man. Right. Come on. That shit is so fucking wrong. Yeah, like, you don't make them sit at the fucking house. They're all over the fucking right. house. Of course, you give them speed, they're going to sit. Like, come on, man. This lady, um... This lady, one of the nurses, she, because with my kid, they try to ask, she asked me, she goes, what, have you thought about putting my medication? I'm like, he's fucking sick. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with yeah. you? Medication? Let him fucking grow up a little bit. Right. Let his mind develop. And then, oh, exactly. then we'll see where he's exactly. at. Who I, knows what it does? Right? I mean, shit. If he's trying to stab motherfuckers with a knife now, I can imagine. <laughs> 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 no, nah, but seriously, <laughs> that's the problem with 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 us. And, it, and it's like, come on, man. You already know, look. Saddam Hussein, right? They wanted yeah. his ass out of power. We went up in there and took his ass out of power. We even lied about it. Said he had weapons of mass destruction. All he had was skid marks on his underwear. <laughs> <clears throat> fucking anybody that the fucking government wants to take out for whatever their purpose, we go and get them, right? So this war on drugs, this so-called war on drugs, how come ain't nobody going in there to stop that? You are listening to the Open Minded Podcast with your host, Lucas Mariscal. Why are we allowing these cartels to be so close to home, do what the fuck they do, instead of going in there and putting a stop to it? Because we can. We got the... Well, if I was a good tinfoil hat conspiracy theorist, I would say uh, and point to the like evidence of the CIA mm-hmm. dealing drugs in yeah. the inner city, or not in the inner cities, but at least bringing it in. From overseas in different instances. Yeah, oh, no, no. People in America, they're like, oh, no, no. We, we would have never done that. Like, why not? Why do we... It's how they funded the Contras. Why is it that this country is beyond the drama like everybody else? So every other country can have a dictator. Every other country can fucking have some conspiracies. Every other country can have some crazy shit going on, but not ours for some reason. People are like, no, no, not ours, no. We got iPhones. No, we don't. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. The double standard with how they like can critically look at other situations. But when it comes to us, they think it's just, you know, benevolence. We wouldn't have done anything bad. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's our own our own citizens. That's why when the when we get one day we're going to get an asshole worse than fucking the one we have in there now. And nobody's going to see it because they're going to be like, no, no, not our president. This is the United States, man. Yeah. The Senate watches over that. The Senate don't do shit but get paid under the fucking it's, table to turn a blind eye. Especially with how the big two parties, how both of them have been cozied up so nicely to the FBI and the CIA. I mean, the Republican warship's gone back a long way. And then the Democrats now, like, you know, their, their heroes are fucking Mueller and other guys. Well, it's like this. Look, if you got a room full of 10 people, right? And they have nowhere to go, and there's drugs in there, and you want them to stop doing drugs. What do you do? You remove the drugs. All right, the room, then. if there's a fucking room with ten fucking people, and there's fucking people stabbing each other there, what do you do? You remove the fucking knife. Mm-hmm. So we we want we want gun control, but we still make guns and weapons and fucking all kinds of crazy shit to kill ourselves. And then we want fucking to control the drugs, but then we don't do shit about that either. So how how does that make sense? Well. Let's go back to something you talked about earlier was the the reasons that people are in rehab. And question I have is how much money do insurers and do these places make by putting people through the system even multiple times? I, I heard a story about people that would like 
give these guys drugs to get them to go to their rehab center because they were making so much money billing the insurance that they had this like program where they would like kind of kick them out and then bring them back in the next week so that they got charged the whatever fee to enter. Maybe some fucking some private fucking place because um that was Florida. These, Represent these state fucking run facilities here, man. If uh, if you go high, you ain't going in. Oh yeah, you gotta be. You gotta be whatever. And that's the thing, man. So the heroin addicts have the hardest time fucking, you know, they get to that point and they're like, no, I'm not going because they just don't want to shake that fucking drug. Do you think a uh, methadone and Suboxone are helpful? Fuck no. Methadone's another fucking drug, man. It's very addictive. People, once you get on methadone, you're fucking stuck for the rest of your life on that shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's no, and I remember this young kid, man, I forget his name, but he was like probably in his 20s, man. He was fucking stuck on that shit. And I was like, I have to feel bad for that. Bro, dude. I'll never forget somebody uh, who I knew who uh, I hadn't seen him in a long time. I knew they were struggling with a drug program. And I see him, and he's, like, trying to tell me about this, like, strange thing that, you know, that I don't have any apparent interest in. And his eyes are really droopy. And he's telling me how he's, like, been clean. And I'm like, I'm like what, are you, what are you talking about? You're clean. Like, man, you're, like, the most annoying high I've ever seen you. And he's like, he's like, yeah, I started the methadone program. And I just that's kind of when it clicked for me i'm like oh my god this is like a, a you know i thought i thought it's just something to kind of get you off of them mm-hmm. but i didn't realize man that, that could get you so fucking zooted i mean look at the boxing people do fucking just read just do that shit for recreation and you see well it, it also gives them the funds to trade for their drug of choice and i know that's very prevalent i see these suboxone <clears throat> rappers on the street all the time dude just walking around going on runs i see these little rappers yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't even know what the fuck they look like i've never actually seen well, they say suboxone on that they have that other shit that's uh that you uh what is it called man they they inject you with it and it to stop an od yeah what is naloxone there spray you go naloxone narcon Yep, narcanol. That's what I'm saying. It's like they got they got ways to do it, man. There's 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 ways to. And they got that amobagain shit too. That I guess like you you take it and then you do something for 48 hours, but it's like a rapid detox. Shit's wild. Yeah, because they got like my brother. My brother, he's a he's an alcoholic, and they gave him. They gave him some uh, some pill that makes you not want to drink. Yeah, I heard it makes you throw up, right? Or if you some drink, shit, yeah. But this thing like drinks that. anyway. But I'm like, <laughs> yes, I don't get the point. He goes, I just, I just drink like just one beer now. Now yeah. I'm like, dude, you're fucking retarded. <laughs> I can control it. That's the mentality with yeah. fucking drug addicts. It's like oh, I can control it, man. No, you know. But uh, it's, and at the end of the day, no, you just really can't. You know, you could probably for a minute, and then that shit just fucking haunts you. Why even put yourself in that situation if you're trying to quit? You know what I'm saying? When I was fucking growing up, I think it was like 12 years old, the first time I smoked a joint. And it wasn't because it's something that I thought of. It was like, you know, we're down there and there's a bunch of gangbangers in the corner and I knew a couple of them and they're like, they're like, watch, watch, watch this little fucker, man. He's crazy, you know? And just because I, oh, I, I, I wanted to fit in, you know, I didn't, yeah, yeah. I don't know, I'm fucking 12. So, so he's like, hey, why? Said about me. hit this joint, man, hit this joint. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but I know, all I know is I'm fucking high and that's just how it goes. Just that simple, you know, just... You know, or you're at a party and some chick you like just happens to smoke weed or fucking do whatever, and then you're like, "Oh, fuck!" You wanna, yeah, you're trying I, to you're trying to get in her pants, so of course. I'm right, I I kind of agree with you. I think most people try drugs for the first time to for social cohesion to fit in with a group that they think is cool or wanna wanna you know yeah. wanna chill with, wanna have you know credibility with or whatever. But so why, like, 
I have a I have a big theory on why I think drugs are so prevalent in our society, and I want to ask you like why why you think people do drugs? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why? Why do I think people do drugs? Yeah, it just depends. I mean, like you you if you if you think about suburban the suburban neighborhoods, right? They're like littered with fucking um, with oxys. Right? Oh, absolutely. Why? Because they don't look at it like that. They're like just popping pills. You know, they live in a good neighborhood. They got their jobs. They think they just got a little bit of pain. Right. So I'm just going to deal with that. And you know how many times I've heard that story where like, I just, I had a little bit of pain. I just wanted to get by. For and, sure. And you know, and then they didn't realize that that pain that kept filling afterward was the fucking want I think of the drug. That's what makes opiates really dangerous is because you, ha- you do hear so many stories like that. And it's not like anybody started uh, cocaine because it was therapeutically um, like given to them by their doctor. Well, think about it. Back in the day, cocaine was a thing because uh, they, we wanted our models fucking skinny, looking like they were bulimic. That was our. That was the thing back in the days. There was no ass, big titties. No, thank God for Instagram, man. Now it's big asses, no titties. You know, right. It's just like, it's, 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 <laughs> it's just, I don't see. I don't understand the. Is bench. it really? Is it? Yeah, is it, man. Oh, I see this infatuation with all this butt. Sounds like big uh, butts and big butts. It's like sounds fuck. familiar. To me. <laughs> it's like, come on, man. For real but yeah that that's i mean people do drugs from for all kinds of fucking different reasons man it's like how does the kid that watched his parents fucking do drugs and watch it destroy their lives how does he overcome and another another kid with the same situation how, how come he falls you know what i'm saying so that's like those are the questions it's like everybody's mentality is different everybody sees it in a different light i mean i've i've known, I've known people to fucking do a big ass fucking line of cocaine go straight to sleep and oh, that, yeah. People are different, man. And then I know people that fucking do cocaine. They want to rob a liquor store. It's like, what the fuck? Slow down, bro. <laughs> you know, my cousin was like that. He fucking, you know, smoke a couple hits of crack and that fool's ready. To, he'll fuck. That fool's a scary motherfucker. Shit. You know, fucking, they arrested him for what? He got arrested for murder robbery. Damn. On drugs. And I had another cousin who, oh, he's doing life right now for also killing some guy on, over some drugs or some shit. Yeah, that's fucked up. That's what I'm saying. So it's like, you know, is it really fucking worth it? And I've, 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 I'm telling you, man, I've taken people just recently, too, recently, recently. I took I took someone off the street. She was sleeping in a tent. Uh, a boyfriend was beating the fuck out of her. So I gave her a fucking place to stay. Fucking bought her some clothes. She didn't have shit because they jacked her and all that stuff. And gave her an opportunity, man. And fucking she fucked it off. She just fucking mm-hmm. one day just got up and bounced. And I'm like, what the fuck? So you'd rather live on the street. Then just get your shit together. Like, that didn't make any sense to me. And you yeah, try, that's you try awful. To, yeah, you try to think of their mentality. Like, what the hell is going on in somebody's mind that they're, they'd rather live on the fucking street getting high than getting right? Yeah, you got to know that they, they know, too, that they're doing something against their best interest, and it must be fucking frustrating. So my, my theory of this case of why drug drugs are so popular is this. You turn on the TV... Any product from a like cleaning spray to a beer to a t-shirt will be sold to you as this life-changing thing. You know, you see the ads and they sell you this vision of your ideal self, you know, and, and they pair together these emotions and things you find pleasant or like or your idealized image of, of someone you want to have sex with or who you want to be, how you want to come off and... So we have that kind of framing device for everything. And 
along comes a product that fulfills a lot more of those promises than a pair of jeans could ever do for you. Yeah. It changes your fundamental experience. It, maybe you feel good about yourself. Maybe you don't have anxiety. And I think we are just kind of set up, and especially how we neglect the spiritual in our culture, to to like um, ha- make that kind of has the maximum impact in that kind of context as in the way that we plug in different products and go shopping and are consumers at heart. If we're, if we're nothing else, we are consumers. So, you know, I think, I think that kind of makes a lot of sense to me in my brain that something comes along and you, you consume it and it's more fulfilling than other things can be, especially like I said, with the lack of like a spiritual, uh, type of fulfillment and you know consciousness my thing is this right it's like if i'm walking down the street and there's some dude standing there looking high as fuck he probably has some he probably, i'm pretty sure he has a baggie in his pocket or whatever right and then fucking you gotta think like what is he really doing wrong i mean besides poisoning himself you know what i'm saying like how is that any different than fuckers that overeat or fucking people that watch binge watch Dude, TV. I think it's the same mechanism. That's what I'm saying. Like it, it's an addiction. It's an addiction, regardless, man. But how come fucking one addiction gets this, and Ooh. the other fucking addiction <laughs> fucking doesn't get shit? Like you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Pull over, fucker. Put the burger down, you son of a bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, you're, you're killing yourself with this. What are you right, doing? Exactly. But it's like the whole <laughs> like the seatbelt law, bro. Like, why the fuck do I gotta put my seatbelt on, man? You know what I'm saying? Now they make the cars annoying. Ding, ding, ding. To tell you to put your shit on. Dude, if I want to fly out of the fucking window when I crash, that should be my prerogative. Why do I have to buckle up? Why oh, do I? for sure, for sure. I, I agree. So for somebody <clears throat> who's been experienced in the world of like counseling and shit, do, is it a lack of will on the part of the people that end up getting hooked on drugs? Is it because they don't have enough willpower or do you think that shit would have happened to them anyway even if they were born in blah 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 different situation or whatever you know if if it if it just came across their life it would have impacted them you know strongly no it, it's a, it's it's a lack of it is a lack of will almost every alcoholic and almost, I'm going to use women as an example because uh, the majority of the women that I've dealt with in my life and also the women that I've dealt with in the program is that one thing that I noticed and, and that they all had in common was that they all said that it made them not feel, you know what I'm saying? So on one hand, there was this girl was, uh, you know, she was sexually awkward as it was, you know, some things have happened to her while she was growing up and stuff like that. And she just didn't feel comfortable during sex. So when she was drunk, she didn't worry about those things. So she felt a little right. more relaxed and she was able to, you know, to get her needs met that way. So now it became something that she did, you know what I'm saying? And uh, despite no matter how many warnings I told her about fucking you're going to get addicted because it's very easy for that shit to just suck you right in because you're using it as a crutch. Oh, yeah. Especially if you're covering up something that deep and yeah. that dark. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. So, they're not, so they don't have to deal with that. So now it's like, oh, yeah, fuck you. I don't have to deal with that. You know, next thing you know, you're fucked. You're stuck, you know. Mm-hmm. And that shit consumes you, man. And for those of you that don't know, man, alcohol will fucking heighten your fucking anxiety for one. After a while, it just starts fucking eating up at your brain and shit. That shit's no no joke, man. You know, you usually know an alcoholic because you look at their nose and their fucking you'll see little red veins. Oh them, yeah, you know from the alcohol burning their shit. But alcohol, man, it's it's, it's harder. It's hard to catch people because uh, it's real easy to hide, and uh, they just yeah they'll lie to the, you know through their teeth. right. It is interesting, like you talk about the guy who's got the family, the middle class guy 
like the your example of uh, popping like oxies in the middle class, upper middle class, like how the distinction between those people that's, uh, that that um, embrace not embrace but like will admit to being an alcoholic versus the people that manipulate and try and make it look as if you know they're not they just have this social habit but really are yeah. fucking involved and those people are doing the same thing they're fucking pawning their fucking tvs or taking whatever they can they're living in suburban neighborhoods you know parents got hella money and shit they don't even know what to do so they take their kids to this expensive ass rehab and shit thinking it's gonna do the trick and right and you know, I think parents expect it to work the first time too, in the way that you said that people expect to get uh, like you know totally fixed out of it. I think, I think it harms the relationship too between parents and kids when they say, "Oh, I'm sending my kid off to rehab. This is going to be it, and everything's going to be fine forever." Yeah, I think reality is you know, quite different. I think that if they started telling people from the very beginning that what the expectation is going into the program before you get there. That you don't, you don't fucking, I think the outcome might be different for that person because if I'm, if I'm fucking up and I, I feel like somebody says, man, you should go to rehab, man, that should, you know, because they're, they're under the same impression because they've never been there. So they're under the impression right. that this place does miracles and you're going to go in there and it's going to fucking do wonders. And, and, and what is it? What do we do? We fucking, we, we get these, you know, we get these pamphlets, you know, we fucking read off of them. You read after them. You do these exercises. It's like school, basically. And, you know, you're either going to learn it or you're not just like fucking school. You know what I'm saying? Like I went to fucking school and I, I don't even remember half the math that they taught and shit. So that's what I'm saying. It's like you're going to get out of the program what you want to get out of it, you know. And at the same time, we're fucking you got these people on probation, on parole. Why are we putting these fucking people in jail? What is what is a drug addict? How is that compared to a fucking armed robber, a fucking child rapist or you know what I'm saying? A, a drug addict will get more time than a fucking rapist or, or than a fucking child molester. You know what I'm saying? These motherfuckers get like four years and uh, and, and for probation, fucking raping two or three kids and, and sodomizing them and everything. And this fucking dude that fucking was tired, broke into somebody's house, went to sleep on the bed, he gets fucking three years. Like, what the fuck? These laws, man, this fucking, these laws are fucking garbage. This whole judicial system sucks dick. The mentality behind fucking drug addicts and homeless people is really fucked up man you know some people get on you for helping them why are you helping him like what do you give a fuck is it your money let me do what i do you know what i'm saying so like i don't, I don't turn my back on nobody man you know what i'm saying and I, I try to give as much as i can because i mean i grew up a taker bro so i mean it's time it's time i give back you know what i mean so sometimes you get to that point where you just want to grow up a little bit and just do something different because one of my favorite fucking sayings one of my favorite quotes in the whole fucking world man is by gandhi when he says be the change you want to see in the world you know what I'm saying? For sure. And I think re rehabilitation is at the center of the words, you know, we use uh, talking about prisons or, where it's, you know, what its job is supposed to be. But it is so fucking far from the heart of that process. You know, it a lot of times works opposite to that. Yeah, it, 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 it takes its toll. It takes its toll, man. I, 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 I experienced some, some crazy shit, man. And, um, I just, it just weighs on you, man. They even, you get so much PTO at this place. They're fucking, uh, their benefits are fucking phenomenal because they want you to have the best care. You know what I'm saying? So I'm getting acupuncture for $20 fucking dollars, massages for $20, you know, chiropractor for $20. And you got so much PTO that you just fucking, man, it's like you practically they ain't even working. But at the same time for the, what we do do, it's, uh, I don't think it's enough pay. 
you know, this place was paying me fifteen fifty, and that fifty cents was because I spoke Spanish. Oh shit! But at the same time, right? It's like when I when I left there, I thought about going back into it, and every other place I try to get, I try to, I put in an application. Um, they were only paying like twelve bucks. So I'm like, really? I'm like twelve bucks for what we do? Fuck that! I just went and fucking got into debt thirty five thousand dollars, and you're gonna pay me twelve dollars? <laughs> that can't even fucking make it. And I think that's the type of thing that makes it so hard for drug addicts to change is because if they are facing that much debt, you know, like what what's their end game at the end of the day going to be? It's yeah. probably pretty discouraging. Yeah. And some people just like it out there. I see people just say fuck life and go out there. Cause it, yeah, there there is like a culture out there, man, <laughs> a fuck life culture. Because it is, man. I, there, was a, there was a time where I, when I first got my, my camera, um, I was, you know, I used to drive out there and try to, I, cause I still remember I was telling you I wanted to do the documentary. I still want to do yeah. the documentary, but, um, I would, I was, I was driving by and I seen these cops harassing the, these homeless people. So I tried to find parking cause I wanted to videotape this shit, man. And by the time I got parking, the cops had already left. And, uh, I asked the guys there, what happened, man? And he's like, oh, well. They see me with my daughter, and I'm over here talking to these guys who are homeless. You know, he goes, I used to be homeless, so I'm over here chatting with them because I know a couple of these dudes. And they, they somebody saw my daughter, uh, and they called the fucking cop saying that there's this little girl might be in danger. She's around a bunch of homeless guys. Like, what the fuck? Damn. Like, and they were just sitting down, just hanging out, bullshitting, you know, eating or whatever. And the, the little girl looked safe to me, man. But I'm just saying it's just fucking ignorance like that. That that shit could have got his kid taken away for one because people are here dumb as fuck. And then but for the <laughs> cops to fucking come at these dudes all stupid and sideways like that shit ain't necessary, man. And that's what fucking prompted me to call uh, 911 and talk to their watch commander. And I was like, dude, what the, what's up with your people, man? And he's like, what do you mean? I go, well, they're over here fucking harassing people, man. Like, I, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Somebody gives you guys a call and says what they say, but come on, man. You, you, these cops are talking to these people like they ain't shit, man. Telling them, look at the way you're dressed. I know you're homeless. You know what I mean? Oh, really? And the dude wasn't even homeless. That's the fucked up <laughs> part. So, and then, you know, and then he started talking to me and he said, you know what, man? I used to be homeless. So I know what that's like. And then I was like, let me guess. Fucking bad divorce? He's like, yeah. See what oh, I'm saying? Shit. So it could be, it's not always drugs. It, this guy had a bad divorce. His wife obviously got everything because she's a fucking bitch. And he ended up with nothing and he ended up on the street. And same thing happened to me, man. I ended up with this girl who was a teacher and fucking super nerd and super slutty. And that fucking fucked me off. And I ended up on the street. I mean, shit happens. It's not always, it's not always because of drugs. It doesn't always have to be something negative, man. So when you look, you know, if you could look at, if you could pass by somebody that's asking for help, I don't give a fuck if he's spending that money on fucking whatever he wants. If you can't find it in your heart to give to this man, and then you can go home and look in the mirror and be okay with yourself, then you're a fucking piece of shit. Simple. That's my opinion. That's just what I think, you know? What do you, what do you think, man? I think a lot of people are like, <clears throat> I think a lot of people have this dissonance in their head. Where they hold two separate ideas and think, I do help people, I'm the kind of person that helps people, yet on those one-to-one -one interactions, do not help out. And it's kind of like this mass delusion, where everybody walks by it every day and maybe says, well, where do we start? Because the problem's so big that, um, you know, I, I really don't think we try, like, on a community level. Think about this. If every person in the world did something good for somebody else every day, this world would be a better place in itself. 
I think people would feel better too. Because, I mean, we watch these billionaires fucking shit on the rest of the world. And instead of fucking trying to figure out a way to fucking stop that to fix the world, we're like, we want to be billionaires. (laughs) Imagine if one of them did, actually. Right? I'm just saying, like, there's enough money right now within those motherfucking billionaires oh, to end man. the world everything. So much power in that. Dude. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're, we're not even making billionaires anymore. We're, we're, we're starting to make trillionaires. And you, you're going to tell me that you're a trillionaire and you ain't got no money to do nothing? So, and, then nobody, and nobody does nothing, right? So, I, you know, there's 300 million, 300 million people in the United States. Each one of these fucking billionaires can, can, can afford giving everybody a million dollars. But you know what will happen then? Then the price to everything will go up. And then, and then now the millionaires will be the fucking the deadbeats with no money. You know what I'm saying? Well, why do we look to them? Why do we want them to help? You know, why do we, like, fetishize them or whatever? Or I think it goes back to, like, divine right and shit and divine rule where you look at your king as a god and then, you know, these rich people, they must have been blessed by God and must have been divined by God for them to have, you know, so much. And it's like, man, we shouldn't be in a situation where we're relying on them for help. We do that a lot in every in every aspect of life. When you think about it, because we idolize these fucking celebrities, or like uh, right, you know, or like the the like the that one like I've always tripped out on the dudes that work for the cartel, right? Because like, why why do you work for them? You know, like I get it, you the money and all that shit, but like why why to a point to where you just respect this person so much? What is it about it that that what's the allure? You know what I'm saying? Like I don't get that. So you know. I think that as long as we keep fucking keep with this world the way it keeps going, where people are just ignorant, man, and they don't want to pay attention to shit, it's like we're just gonna we're gonna pay the consequences of that, you know. And uh, this homeless problem, this drug epidemic, I mean, it's all one and the same. Um, you know, those people shouldn't go to jail. We're filling up these fucking jails with these people, and when you catch a real criminal, then there's no room for this guy because. You know, so now now you're, you're letting go fucking people with some major crimes and shit early because, you know, there's no room. So, well, that guy's got a couple rapes. Fuck, let's just let him go because, you know, he'll be back anyway. <laughs> that type of shit, man, because, you know, there's no room. We got too many people there, man. We need, to, we need to implement programs for these people. We need to get these homeless people off the street because right now it's homeless down the street. Eventually, they're going to be homeless right in front of your fucking house. So, what are you going to do then? You wake up in the morning... And you go outside and shit, getting ready to start your car, and there's like 10 people fucking sleeping in front of your pad in the tent. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know, man. I don't even know. I know we got an epidemic, and uh, and that's just pretty much where it's at with that. So I don't, I don't even know how to. I, can't, I don't even have a solution myself. Me neither. And I'm and I'm thinking about like what a solution to it looks like, and like is it you know larger housing projects with like facilities for people to get the kind of help they need? Is it like a bunch of those little mini homes? Is it you know is it provided health care? Would that take care of a lot of it? And that's that's the thing. I mean. I don't even get me started on fucking healthcare. That just trips me out that the that the people that you know that are on state insurance they got the best insurance. You know, there's people that are working busting their ass off and they can barely afford insurance. And then when they do afford the insurance, it's shitty insurance. You know, what mm-hmm. I'm saying? so it's like this. I'm telling you, this 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 whole the, the United States of America, man, as great as it is, it's asshole backwards. You know what I'm saying? It's like they're walking fucking with their ass first and shit. Or maybe that's their face. One, What's one of those two? For sure. It just doesn't make any fucking sense, man. The way they the way they do shit. It doesn't. The rich get away with murder. The fucking poor get fucked. You know, like, 
How many times you don't see a, a, a black man that was a family man, you know, something happened and they fucking portray him as the worst person in the world. He's a thug. He's a criminal. He hangs around fucking gangbangers. And then the white guy who actually did the fucking crime, killed his whole fucking family. They're portraying him as a, he was a family man. You know what I'm saying? Like, that doesn't make sense. You know, it's like, we're just asshole backwards, bro. We're asshole backwards. And I'm getting tired of fucking people just ignoring the problem, man. You know, so you can ignore it all you want. It's going to be in your face before you even know it. You know what I'm saying? So for all of you out there listening that are, that you guys, if you're an ignorer, if you're one of those people that just walks by a homeless man or walks by a fucking, you know, anybody in general, they don't even have to be homeless. If you're the type of person that you just walk by and you don't help people or you just, you know, you're too busy to fucking, to be bothered and shit. Then, then you're part of the fucking problem. Right. If you walk by a drug addict and don't give him some of your drugs, you <laughs> are part of the problem. <laughs> it was like, you know what happened the other day? I was coming out of a, uh, I went on a fucking date with this person. And um, on the way out, I seen this really young girl. She was probably like, eh, I want to say early 20s maybe. And she was struggling with this with the tire, man. She was changing the fucking tire of oh. the car, bro, <laughs> of a truck. And I was sure this isn't something you watched online. No, nah, and like I was I was I was kind of <laughs> proud of this this kid, man, because I'm like, fuck, that's crazy. Because not too, I don't see too many people trying to change their tire. I've never changed my fucking tire. So I wanted I, I she I said, hey man, you need some help? She said, yeah. She seemed really grateful, man, and fucking um, and that just made her day. I mean, she would have never got those lug nuts off that fucking truck, bro. I had a hard time taking that shit off. I felt like... Oh, fuck yeah, bro. I work out. I can't do that shit. I work out. Takes everything I have. Come here. I'm going to pump you up. You got the shock, the lug nut. (laughs) We are Hans. This is Franz. And we are going to pump you up. This is the workout, man, here. Incline bench press. Decline bench press. Super fly. Super set. Try pull downs. With this, your drug is protein shakes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yep, man, at the end of the day, bro, shit, this epidemic, I don't even know. I don't even know, man. As long as we keep giving these pharmaceutical companies so much fucking power because of their money. Um, you know, like that, like that one asshole that was selling the AIDS pill for fucking $700. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Martin Shkreli. But they fucked them, though. I heard I... I wish I looked more into this, but I heard that he, the reason he was targeted and like scapegoated is because he was billing that all to insurers. So the insurance company got pissed off and wanted him out of there. Yeah. That's just but crazy. But you see what I'm saying? It's like a that, whole mafia. That would be the bi- best way to make the biggest change would be to change some of those incentive structures where you're making money on the drugs you put out. You're making money on them, get, you know, going to the rehab system, blah, 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 and the prison system's predatory. People making money on that. Like, as long as those things are there, it'll keep pulling in that direction, but... That's another thing about the prison. I'm glad you mentioned the prisons because um, they're, they're also pushers, man. They Whatever those fucking guys ask for, these they're just giving it to them. They're not even making sure. They're not checking shit. They're just giving them whatever they give want. Giving... Who is... Like, the, the fucking psychologist in there, man. Oh, oh, yeah, They just yeah. give you whatever you ask for. They don't, they don't even look into it. Oh... You know, I I think I got ADD. Oh, shoot, let me just give you some of this. You know, like, they don't and even they like fucking, trade it. Yeah, it's just fucking retarded. The system's fucked. The judicial system's like the worst. You know what I'm saying? To me, it's the worst. And then there's the legislation, man. Fucking garbage. You know what I'm saying? So we got this whole democracy, this whole system in place that doesn't work, you know? We fucking take away from the schools. Mostly it's what we take away from all the time, the schools, which makes... Absolute zero sense that you take away from the schools, which is the schools are the ones that make our fucking economy. 
You know what I'm saying? If you have stupid people walking around, how the fuck is your economy going to flourish? You know what I'm saying? Like, what happened to the inventors? I haven't seen somebody invent shit in a long time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, fuck, I almost feel like the last person to invent something was fucking Thomas Edison. <laughs> <laughs> That's how far I fucking, it just, I haven't, I, Tesla's probably about the only one right now out there inventing some fucking crazy shit. You know, be, or besides the military trying to fucking make better war fucking weapons. But, yeah, there's, what happened to that? What, what happened to our science programs? What happened to all those science programs? The music programs. They're taking music out of most of the schools. I mean, we used to do handwriting. They took that out of the school. You know, I mean, it's like we 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 cause our own problems. You know what I'm saying? It's like, what is it? Uh, Portugal, I think it is, where all the drugs are legal. All of them. It's legal for you to get high. And hardly people fucking get high. Why? Because it's legal. So nobody really trips on it. It's like, I can get drugs anywhere. I think it's that thrill, that little seeking of trying to go get it, you know, go and wait for your local. That camp. definitely changes the dynamic, I think. Yeah. You know, weed is legal out here, and I, for some reason, lost interest when I, like, came out here. I'd smoke all the time. Yeah, and look, now that it's legal, I don't even fucking yeah, smoke I don't really shit. Care. I used to smoke that shit every day, bro. And now I'm like, now I'm like, weed? Nah, I'm good. Anyway, man, we're going to fucking end it there. And, um, you know, most of the shit... My personal opinions, man, you know, and how I feel, and I feel, and I feel very, uh, I feel very frustrated, man, because I, you know, I'm the only American citizen that I know that I, I get frustrated that I have to fucking put down that I'm Hispanic or that I'm a fucking American citizen. I was born here. I fucking love my country. If I could, man, trust me, I'd be out there fighting wars too. But I, I tried, and they told me no, you know, because of shit that I've I've done in my past and stuff. But I was willing, you know what I'm saying, to put it out there for my country and, 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 and because I want to make a difference, not because I want the fucking money and the incentives and all that bullshit. I don't need none of that shit, man. I was doing it for all the right reasons, you know what I'm saying, because I'm, I'm down with what I'm, I, I ride for, what I ride for, and, and I, you know, that's just how it is, man. So I try to help my people, man, you know, anybody. It doesn't matter, you Mexican, black, white, fucking Puerto Rican. I don't give a fuck. I try to, I try to help you, man, if I could help you. And uh, and that's just where I'm at, man. And if people, more people were like that or, or try to fucking pitch in a little bit instead of being so uptight and shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, fuck your Subway sandwich. Give that shit to somebody else, man. You know what I'm saying? You got the capability to get it. This, this, them dudes, they don't, they don't got that capability, man. Make somebody's day and shit, you know? Tell somebody they look nice. They look pretty. You got pretty smart. Something, something. Do a fucking, do something to make a difference in your community, man. Instead of being... Fucking snobbish ass, fucking pompous piece of shit, like fucking Trump and his homies and shit. But that's it, man. We're gonna call it good. Fucking Wes, what you gotta say? Nothing at the end. Yeah, I want to say these conversations get me down. I feel like there's kind of like a low blow, it, it, or in this one, I have this feeling of like, man, you know, stuff is so shitty, and it, and I don't, I don't have much hope that it'll get better. I'm like a pessimist. I'm a cynic, man. But if there's one thing overall that makes me feel hopeful is like how good of a feeling for yourself it is to do something good for other people. So maybe in the long run, we will be saved by that feature of like our human interaction in that you could probably live your most happy, best life by doing shit for other people. And maybe, you know, that'll save us in the end. So if you haven't tried that drug, maybe try helping somebody out and seeing how that feels and how that gets you. Yep. And that was today's show. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see you next week. Make some noise. Come on.
drink till I'm drunk, smoke till I'm high, castle on the hill, wake up in the sky, you can't tell me I ain't fly, I know I'm super fly, I know I'm super fly, the ladies love love me, that's why they all fuck with me, out here with the moves, like I invented smooth, you can't tell me I ain't Super fly, I know I'm super fly. 